0: Green Mountain Chronicles was originally produced for radio by the Vermont Historical Society in the 1980s. We're re-releasing them today as retro podcasts. Please note that any resources the podcast recommends may be out of date. We recommend you check out our website, vermonthistory.org, for the most up-to-date information.
1: Green Mountain Chronicles number 35, The Owls, Vermont's Women Legislators. Women, in this case in the legislature, even now, are unique. They're still in the minority, and just for that reason alone, they have something of interest with each other, I guess. 1936. The women members of the Vermont
2: legislature gather at the Fletcher Farm in Proctor for a two-day meeting. The outcome is the Vermont chapter of the Order of Women Legislators, the OWLs, The purpose of the group is both social and
3: educational. When I was there, we used to have a weekly meeting. We would bring our lunch into one of the rooms, and then we would sit and we would discuss, and somebody on a committee, if there was, say, a controversial bill coming up or one that was hard to understand, she would talk about that and tell us what was happening in the committee and the testimony that they had been taking and what the feelings were in the committee and whether it was going to come out with a recommendation or without their support.
2: Former legislator and OWL member Lillian Baker Carlisle of Burlington found the support of the OWLs very helpful when Vermont lawmakers enacted sales tax and abortion bills and the landmark environmental legislation, Act 250.
3: Well, it was kind of nice to be able to ask some questions, you know, of your woman who's on that committee, and that way it certainly was a great help. There was no um, reporter or anything like that, and of course reporters can be in all of your committee meetings, but... The owls was very informal, and then they had these very lovely meetings in the summertime, which were really fun because you could see people that you hadn't seen for a year. It was like an alumni association in one way.
2: Incoming legislators were called owlets until they paid the nominal $1 dues and became full-fledged owls. While the owls provided a support and information network for women in the Vermont legislature, the National Order of Women legislators
1: did the same thing on a larger scale. Here were you know, up to 500 other women, just like this group in Vermont, doing the same thing in their own states. As former assistant state archivist Julie Bresser of Montpelier collected the historical papers of the Owls. The national order would send out newsletters, and then there was a national convention. There was a national convention held in Montpelier. In the 1940s, there's a picture of, like, you know, 200 women standing in the steps of the state house. It's so wrinkled and cracked that you can barely see it anymore. We have another picture of the uh, convention from the 1950s in North Conway, New Hampshire. They're standing in front of the flume, and it's all these women in great hats. They would meet for these big sessions and discuss national policy and also the function of legislatures in each of the different states. The only times they didn't meet were between uh, 1941 and 1945 because so many of the women were busy with war efforts.
2: Although the women of the Owls took their roles very seriously, they also made a lighter contribution to the legislative proceedings by participating in a bygone tradition, an evening's
1: entertainment known as the mock session. It was a total parody uh, of the members themselves and of whatever legislation they were dealing with. Quite often in the 30s, 40s, and 50s, the women would hold a separate mock session, just geared at mocking all the men. <laughs> and they would dress up like some of the male members and then just parody them uh, as, as often and as well as they could. The session was usually accompanied with a program. Usually they would contain the words for the songs that were to be sung. And the songs were all sung to you know, Yankee Doodle and My Bonnie Lies Over the Ocean, and all dealing with a particular piece of legislation. And it was really the opportunity for everybody to sit down and just rib each other as much as they could
2: the last mock session was held in 1957 by the late 1970s the owls were also nearing extinction representative ann batten of hardwick recalls the beginning of the more politically oriented women's legislative caucus we just got together in my first year was
1: 81 and we decided we would just call ourselves the women's caucus until we thought of a better name and we never did and we discussed the owls decided that anyone who wanted to belong to that organization could, but that we would refuse to call ourselves the Owls. When the Owls were created, the response was so good. The newspaper editorials all said, isn't this interesting? You know, a group of women have come together to look at bills in the General Assembly and what's happening and to serve as a social club and Isn't that great? (laughs) You know, if it happened today, the response would be totally
0: different. And in fact, it wouldn't happen today. Thanks for listening. This podcast was remastered by me, Amanda Gustin, and released by the Vermont Historical Society. If you've enjoyed it, please subscribe to get future episodes and rate and review it. Please also check out our website, vermonthistory.org, where you can find background information on these episodes, as well as other ways you can learn about Vermont history from home. The Vermont Historical Society relies on support from generous donors to preserve and share Vermont's stories. During these uncertain times, your support is needed now more than ever. Please consider donating today at vermonthistory.org donate.